Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get better off the ball, or you're an athlete wanting to improve your speed and overall agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com now and sign up. Yo, DNA Sports Podcast, Coach's Lounge, Volume 2. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I mean, it's a beautiful night. We're uh, celebrating today, man. What's the special occasion? What what the special occasion? We know what a special occasion is. Come on, man. It's Don's birthday. Give it up. Cheers. Right on, brother. Yo. Hey, wouldn't wouldn't want to celebrate with no one other than you, my brother. Hey, man, I'm just having fun here. I'm excited to do this little here party. Come over here and just have a good time, kick back, kind of put our feet down, do a little something different this time. All right, just don't potty in my... In my... No, you don't potty, man, like a little podcast, oh, trying, to, trying to get hit oh. with the lingo, man. I like, got kids, bro. I hear potty out, you know? I mean, but you ain't never heard a kid say, we recording a potty, son. Yes, I have. <laughs> I've been doing a potty. <laughs> Got to go doo-doo in the potty, but no. never recording the potty. My DJ literally be like, Dad, you got to record this one. <laughs> Take a picture. Send it to Uncle Frank. Oh, no. Send him a picture. Like, yeah, hey, I found you in the toilet. Yeah. How's it going, brother? It's going good, bro. Man, happy happy birthday. Right um, I'm happy year down. Hope you've had a great uh, birthday so far, and just like, hope you guys had a really good day or whatever, man. I'm just just chilling, dude. Just uh, this crab oil tasting good, and. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. Definitely. You right. No, it was a it was a nice chill day, bro. Exactly what I wanted, you know, just to relax and kick it and have the kids and wifey, of course, cooked some breakfast, cooked some dinner, you know, did it up. Looks know, great. Didn't have to do much. Um, it was a beautiful day, bro. Yeah, man. I was talking to I can't remember who I was talking to. I was talking to one of the kids as, as coaching. I think it was at practice or at the meet on on Thursday. Um and we we're talking about like birthdays and stuff. And it's like it's always nice to uh on your birthday, be able to do the things you love to do. Yep. And it's like, you know, I was talking, my birthday's coming up to uh, about a week and a half. And the last, like, I don't know, f- like five out of the last six years I've been coaching on my birthday. So it's like, you know, something I enjoy doing. Might as well do it on my birthday and, yeah. you know, enjoy what I'm doing that day. Spend time with the family and all that good stuff, man. It's like the best t- the stuff to do on your birthday. For sure, dude. Got to enjoy you sometimes, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, um, you know, we got the NCAA tournament full go. WrestleMania coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about it. Talk about the tournament. Um, talk about some, some underground hip-hop stuff, man. Just some stuff that we... You know, we kind of been talking about over the last few weeks, but we haven't, uh, you know, really dived into some of like our underground stuff and some of the more not so uh, not so known people in hip hop or, or what we listen to. So we rapping about that a little bit, man. Of course, got a port for Coach's birthday. Um, track, man, we've been killing it. Had a great weekend in track this week, man. It was uh, it's exciting to do. Some of these kids are starting to really come into their own, and it's uh, it's different. 
Yeah, that's a beautiful thing when you start to see that and hit your stride so early in the season. Too. Yeah, so that's a good sign, man. I had to uh, I had to kind of stop him and rewind a little bit yesterday. Like, listen, you know, I know it's it, uh, you know it's been a, a busy week or a busy month, excuse me. We've had like six meets already, and we haven't even had six weeks in the month yet. So I kind of told him I know it's been a really busy busy month, but you guys have made a lot of growth in that in that month. So I'm excited to see what we do in April, April and May. We build up for state, bud. Yeah, those reps, man. That's what that's where you get better is repetition. So, dude, we always want to go in the weight room, and like the weight room is great. Weight room is great for maintaining stuff when you're throwing during the season. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like um, the stuff they want to do in the weight room is kind of like. Uh, maxing out and, yeah. and, and 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 it's kind of past that time like you do that in the off season as you're prepping you get stronger and all that good stuff so now it's like a lot of stuff is like technique and repetitions and so the last couple of weeks we spent a lot of time just throwing yeah not even I mean working out but mostly just throwing and it's like get these repetitions in because once we start getting our technique back like we're rusty once we get all that back it's just going to be better throws plus those guys are getting those kind of reps anyway right now most of them because they're playing football so they have yeah. off-season workouts with football where they're they're lifting anyway so I'm lucky a lot of these kids have have weight training yeah at the school you know they take weightlifting or whatever for their class and so it's like all right you're lifting during the day like you don't we don't need to kill you in the in the evening let's get some repetitions let's work on the footwork stuff let's work on like I told them stamina because when you go to these meets you're sitting around all day yeah. like you'll throw at like Nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and then you'll have to wait until the afternoon, usually about noon, one o'clock, to throw the other. You know, if you throw shot put in the morning, discus in the afternoon, and vice versa. So a lot of times it's waiting around, it's warming up, tra- uh, cooling off, warming up again, cooling off again, and it's like that with a lot of the sprint events too. So it's kind of teaching these kids how to kind of maintain themselves like that throughout the day and not get too down or too up, too tired, and then wake up. And it's like, you got to really wake them up. Like, come on, it's your event. You got to go. So They we'll really see. had to endure one this weekend, too, because it was cold out. Dude, so, so I woke up. So for Saturday's meet, we were up in Broomfield at the Broomfield Shootout. Big big tournament or big meet. Big schools go there. But woke up, and it's snowing, and get to get to Broomfield High School, and there's, like, the track is covered in snow. The infield's covered in snow. Um, the discus and shot put rings are covered in snow. So um, shout out to Broomfield, though. They did a, a remarkable job in getting stuff ready. Um, we just kept our, uh, our throwers and our distance runners there because, um, like, conditions don't really – like affect them events so much yeah like the jumping events the sprinting events you got to have a, a you know if it's icy or if it's you know sketch it's a little bit more yeah, you, you know and it's like on slick surfaces yeah and it's march you yep. know we don't want to hurt nobody going into the you know into the prime of the season so we kind of held back on our sprints and our jumps and just threw my throwers my throwers and had a couple of distance kids it was cool we, we, we represented yeah man they did their thing you know what i mean and, and shouts out to them for putting in that work you know every Everybody's, you know, paying close attention to you guys and and, and continue to put in that work because it's going to pay off in the long run. Dude, I have two guys that hit 40 for the first time, um, put themselves in contention for the meet. Actually, one of the guys would have hit a 40, like 42 foot throw, but Mm -hmm. he, he scratched unfortunately couldn't hold it in yeah and uh but his great learning experience man he he made it to finals his confidence grew like seeing both of them hit 40 and kind of battle back and forth with each other because they were in the same flight it was cool man it was a great weekend for that great weekend for growth one of my other guys in discus he pr'd by like nine feet so it's you know it's good to see 
the stuff we've been working on starting to kind of come to fruition and starting to get better. So I'm excited, man. Yeah, that's what's up, dude. Guarantee it. To see those guys out there doing what they got to do is is really where it's at. <laughs> Pause. Uh, anyhow, we'll flip the script. Get on over to uh, to some tourney talk, man. Like, oh man, your ba- your bracket busted. Busted, busted. My been, my been gone since like I think the first night. Bro, for, it's horrible. For sure, the first weekend. Everybody's out. Of course, I had Bama to win it. Me too. Um, and they're done. I had so, Purdue in another one, and they were done in the first round. Yeah, I have nobody left over um, that could be any of help to me, really. I can score some little points here and there, but I'm not going to win anything. So here's some cookies to myself. I had Miami get into the Final Four. Yeah. I did have that. But I didn't have them winning after the Final Four, so I can't get any more points in my bracket. So I just donated like 10 bucks for nothing. But, you know, it is what it is. Who do you got? I mean, we got, what, Miami versus UConn in one side, and then we got Florida Atlantic versus San Diego State in the other? Yeah. Man. I, go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? I The way Florida Atlantic played, bro, and San Diego State played, that's going to be a game to watch. Like, I'm excited to see both of those hungry teams. Like, who wants it more? I think it, it's, it's all about who wants it more in that one. And – and um, I mean, I, I think to see what I was going to say earlier was like San Diego State can play D. Yeah. And to see what they've done um, to some of the teams that they've played. I think there was a stat um, Creighton and Alabama got held to like uh, like five of something. It was it was a really bad shooting from three point range. I mean, they, they defend the perimeter really well. They're a good team, bro. But Florida Atlantic beat. Purdue are, had to go through a rough road to get there, bro. They beat Memphis. Then, you know, they had to go through Tennessee. Tennessee's a tough defensive team, bro. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a good one. And then Miami and UConn, that's going to be another banger on the other side. It sucks to see that the women's ended up the way it did the other night for CU, though. Yeah, they uh, they were banging, though. They were they were in the game, but they went up against the best I was in a the good nation. team, dude. I was a really good team. Yeah, and, and Caitlin Clark is the best in the nation, bro. Yeah. That little duo that they call him the law firm. Yeah. And I forget the center's name, but, psh, bro, they're ridiculous. Well, and that's what it is, too, is, like, in college, more than anything, like, if you have a little good two per, two-man game, you know, the two person game, like that'll take you that'll take you far in the tournament. Um your guard play, your guard play is always important. If your best player is your guard, like that's gonna take you a long ways in the tournament right there. Um it's kind of changing a little bit, but it's still very much so the same. I mean, that's how you see teams like Kansas State make it through as far as they did. Um, you know, you mentioned Florida Atlantic. You know, I give props to Cinderella. They made it to the final four. But they're done. Um I think they're done. Uh San Diego State is just I, they're, they're good on the perimeter, man. Um, let me ask you a question before we talk UConn, Miami. Okay, they were on the radio when I was on my way over here. They were talking about how UConn, Miami is kind of like the national title game, mm-hmm. and they're not giving respect to San Diego State and Florida Atlantic. Like, what do you think about that? Do you think they should like reseed the Final Four? Mm-hmm. Like, no. so you'd be like a new. No, because I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like it's a tournament, it's a bracket. And San Diego State and Florida Atlantic did what they had to do to get there. Yeah, like, true. it's not it's not their fault that no one took them out yet. Right. That they made it to where they made it to. Like, just let it play out how it plays out. What if they beat everybody? Everybody's sleeping on them. What if one of those teams 
is going to be crowned national champ. Right. And I think just the argument was like to have a better matchup in the NCAA championship game, you know, but you don't know because San Diego state or Florida Atlantic can come through and play the winner of that other game and give them a, give them a really good, uh, you know, game. And it'd be a, a good matchup anyway. I think, I think they're more, I think well, they're more Diego, talking about on like radio or TV ratings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they got San Diego state just beat Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like they just beat Alabama, so like, why would they even be in question? I can see if Florida Atlantic makes it because they'd be like, oh well. So the question would be like, all right, so they beat Tennessee, so so that's what. You, but but at the same time, though, like if these teams, like if San Diego State and uh, Alabama played ten times, how many times San Diego State went? Yeah, but that's the beauty of a tournament. One and done. It's not. It's not a series, right? We're not yeah. talking about seven game series. We're not talking about anything else. Like you got to be the best even, that day. It's not even the the BCS playoff like you have in football. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's truly a bracket. And well, and that's why people love the NFL playoffs so much because it's a one and done kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like you got to be your best every day, and if you're not your best that one day, you can get bounced. Yeah, so. exactly. All right. You know what? If like if they had multiple choice in boxing, then we would never have the Rocky sequels. <laughs> we would never have the Gotti Ward trilogy. Okay. You know, like great things have came out of one and done. I think they're more like complaints. They complain about it more of like the to ratings. Complain. You know what I mean? On TV, like what's going to look good on TV? Like the bottom dollar. But this is the NCAA tournament. How many people are tuning in this anyway, dude? You get you get people in their office pools, you know, checking in on this thing. Like it's not like this is it's like the Super Bowl. All eyes are on it, right? So it doesn't matter who's playing in the final. All eyes are going to be on the NCAA tournament. Everyone's going to be watching on Monday. There's nothing else to watch on Monday. You're going to be watching the 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 NCAA championship, right? Like so, does does it really matter who's playing in the final? No, I'm gonna be watching it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to be tuned in regardless of who's playing. And I'm actually, since I don't have a dog in the race, I'm hoping for the guy who's the lower seed to win. You know what I mean? So let's go Florida, Atlantic, San Diego State. All them haters, all them naysayers, all them, they don't believe you should be there. Show them why you should. Let's go. I'm going San Diego State. I'm mad at it. And and you you know the reason why I'm going San Diego State? Mm-hmm. Is they had a little bit, just a little bit tougher route to get here than Florida Atlantic did. If you remember, Florida Atlantic played uh, Fairlane Dickinson, right? And they beat Purdue. That was the 16 seed that beat Purdue. Yeah. Not to, no knock on FDU, like, but let's be real. But they beat Purdue. They that one game. Yeah. Right, hey, but I'm just yeah, saying though. Let's be real. That's the beauty of a bracket, though. No, but I'm that's saying the though, the beauty of the bracket doesn't change the fact of like this team's better than this team. Hey, right. Line it up again next year, and we'll see. Well, that's what I'm saying. They've had a tougher route though, because I don't think FDU's as tough as 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 uh, even Furman was, and I definitely don't think Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee got some pushback, but Tennessee isn't Alabama. Did you watch the Tennessee and Florida Atlanta game? That was a good game, bro. I'm not. I'm not doubting it was. It was a good. game. What I'm saying is that that the route wasn't as tough. Go, go Aztecs. Also because the black Aztec jersey with the red uh, Aztecs across the chest looks dope as, dope as shit. No, no listen, work. I'm not hating on San Diego State. Like yeah, I don't, you are. No, nah, I don't think. I ain't hating <laughs> on them, so I'm not mad at that. But I don't know. The Miami-UConn game, I don't know who I got in that one. I'm um, going to go Canes. 
Huskies. Although UConn, dude, UConn is I think I'm beating going the Huskies. crap out of everybody. I think I'm going Huskies. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if UConn won the whole damn thing. But in all honesty, everybody I picked so far, <laughs> my bracket's busted. So maybe the team don't want me to pick them. Dude, UConn's like a double-digit margin of victory right now in the in the tournament. And it was like close to closer to twenty point margin of victory over everybody they played. They've just ran through the tournament, man. Um, I really wouldn't be surprised if UConn um, made it all the way through, dude. Like it's they're a tough team, and they you know they playing uh, they play in a tough conference that every year puts out puts out good competition. So I wouldn't be surprised if if UConn has has found their uh, their magic elixir to get through to the end, but. I'm going Aztecs, man. I want them to win the whole damn thing now. Yeah. Hey, and there's a there's a close game going down right now. Um, it's at halftime, Louisville and Iowa for the women and the women's. Um, and it's at halftime, 48 to 43, Iowa is leading that game. It's crazy that, like, UConn's been bouncing the women's. Um, there's a bunch of really good teams that have, that have got an early exit, man. Um, it's it's wild. You don't usually see that. Usually the women's bracket or the women's tournament, excuse me, it always comes down to that, like, that one seed all the way through on all, on all, four, on all four fronts. But um, it's crazy how Miami's gotten through this far. Uh, they, got, they lost to LSU this uh, today. So they're out of the tournament, but it's crazy to see how many uh, in that in that particular region got through. Mm-hmm. South Carolina is a good team, so that South Carolina Maryland game that's going to be a great game. Um, that goes down tomorrow night. I got we'll South s- Carolina. Yeah, I think South Carolina is going to pull through on that. They're just good, man. But honestly, bro, I, I think if Iowa could get through this Louisville game, um, I think they should be able to be one of the top contenders to win the national title in my opinion um again caitlin clark is just i think one of the best players in the nation right now um but ohio state and virginia tech are both two good teams in their own right so yeah you don't get a number one seed at the you don't get a number one seed in this tournament by by just being okay Uh, i think virginia tech's really solid team um i'm interested to see what happens with that game uh i think i think Probably the cream will rise to the top, and uh, and Tech will, will take that one. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see South Carolina and Iowa. That's see, we we're just talking about changing the seating. That would have been a great um, championship matchup. Sometimes them, them good matches they come early. Um, fortunately for the women's side, though, they still got a couple of really good teams in LSU, and then the winner out of Virginia Tech, Ohio State, yeah. that could match up on that other side. Um, but you know. I was rooting for Colorado. Iowa beat him, so now it's like I dude, hope Iowa. Colorado was up at half. Like yeah. it was a great game, dude. Like they played good enough to 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 win. It was just down the stretch they made a few little bad choices. Yeah. And and Iowa capitalized. And they were a good team, bro. Again, Caitlin Clark, I think she had over thirty points. She was killing it. It's great experience. Yeah. Great experience. I mean, you know, they had a legitimate run. Um they had won that game. You know they they would have got through to somewhere they haven't been for a long time, man. They had a legitimate run at it, so. And this was one of the best CU teams in a long time, yeah. Honestly, so shout out to them and those seniors that are, you know, this is their final hoorah. But you know they did what they had to do, and they're going to go down in history as one of the better CU teams that we've seen in a really long time. For so. sure, especially in recent history. Um, as anything. Uh, Obviously, like some of the early upsets in the tournament for the men's side, has anything kind of surprised you? Everything. (laughs) Every year you wonder, like, who's it going to be? Not everything. But, I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the segment, right? We talked about Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. Maybe not San Diego State so much. Right. 
because they have been a team that year after year you're seeing them go further and further in the tournament, right? But Florida Atlantic came out of nowhere, yeah, bro, for and, sure. And all of a sudden they're there. So transfer portal, though, man. Like on that team, they got a lot of transfers. I think on on, uh, on Miami, Miami's a big transfer portal team. Like they've got a lot of transfers that come over, so it's wild to see the transfer portal really start to to, to work itself into 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 college basketball. And um, I I mean I had no problem with it. I think it's dope. Um, we'll see what happens with the with the Final Four. Um, like I said, I'm excited to see uh, San Diego State or I, I agree with you. You know, Florida Atlantic wins it. I'm not going to be upset. I'm definitely rooting for the underdog. I root for the underdog all the time though. I think that that Purdue going down though is probably like. Will, like you don't see sixteens go down, but will Florida Atlantic make everybody April Fools on April first? <laughs> Why are you gonna bet them? Hey, no, I'm saying everybody's going against them. So the jokes. Oh, I on, get it. I get it. The jokes on everybody else. No, you know because they're I mean? not gonna be there. No, they're gonna. No, that's the day of the game. Oh, the final four game is the first Saturday. Yeah, the so they're gonna they're gonna beat San Diego State. No, they're not. But everybody's I, hating on them, and then they'll be playing <laughs> on the third. Let's go. Locking it in right now. Florida Atlantic. You're taking San Diego State. I'm just rocking with them because you're not. That's some hater type. So who do you, you got know? them going up against? I'm sorry. The Huskies. You going to UConn. So you're going to go completely opposite of me. Completely opposite of you. All right. Fuck it. San I'm Diego going with State the Huskies because I'm going with the Huskies. All right. So who's winning that? You got Florida Atlantic winning that game? I got Florida Atlantic winning it all. What's the score? Too much or too little? Too much to think about right nah, now. Nah, it's gonna be a close <laughs> one, but I'm gonna say Florida Atlantic sixty-eight and Yukon sixty-four. So the final four is in Houston, right? And I want I want the final four to have that beach vibe to it. Okay. So that's why I'm oh. going San Diego State and Miami, right? Okay. And San Diego State gonna put the lockdown on Miami and it's gonna be uh, sixty-two to fifty-seven. Okay. Free throws at the end to kind of kind of separate them a little see, bit. I, I see. I see Florida Atlantic making a lot of their perimeter shots in that championship game. That's why I said it's going to be a little higher score. Should we make the the Florida Atlantic San Diego State game a little interesting? We could. What do you want to? Do? Uh, whatever. What do you want to do? Whatever, didn't we bet something recently? And yeah, just, and you lost probably. No, we. It hasn't even happened. What do we bet? I don't know. Dog, we need a ledger. We have it. Where? On <laughs> the podcast. I'm we pretty do. sure we bet. You have to go back and listen to the last episode. Bro. Yeah. But anyway, March Madness has been madness, but it's almost over. Yep. And it's almost April. It's almost April. We're creeping around the block. And speaking of around the block, there's a great place. Yo, shout out to Icon Sales. Right around the corner for where we at right now. 74th and Federal. And get over there, see my boy Mario. If you got some living room, dining room, bedroom needs, you know, need some new furniture, maybe you want to do a little upgrade, got your tax money in, want to go see the man, get an upgrade on the TV or something, go hit up Icon Sales. They got great programs going on. Yo, I can own now. That's what Icon stands for. It's crazy. I love the acronyms. You can own it now. Hit up Icon Sales. See my boy Mario. See his great staff up there. Shout out also to Icon Boxing. I cower over no one. Yeah. They were up in Mount Princeton this weekend killing it, man, doing their thing. Shout out to their boxers. Shout out to Icon Boxing. Shout out to my boy Mario and everything they're doing over there. Make sure you show up. Show some love. Um, get in the door and get you something new. 
Hey, and keep your eyes open and your ears listening because something is going down going soon. Down. All right, we're not going to spoil it. We're not going to say anything. No teasers, but keep your eyes open and your ears listening. Dom, you know who I also want to give a shout out down. to? What up? I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. DNASportsDenver.com. That's right. Make sure you go hit up DNASportsDenver.com right now. Cop yourself some merch. Cop yourself uh, a training session. Go sign up. Get your kid in there. Get your, your nephew, your nieces, your uncles, your cousins, whoever wants to get some, some training in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, all our social media, Twitter, YouTube. Get over there on our social medias, man. Follow us, share us, like us, interact with us. If you ever want to get on the pro- on the program, have a question for us for the mailbag. We do a mailbag at the end of the day after every episode. Hit up dnasportsdenver.com forward slash ask DNA. Excuse me. Hop up in the mailbag and let's get it popping. Hey, and make sure you go and listen to the podcast on all streaming platforms. Bam. Amazon, Apple. Spotify, wherever you're at, that's where we're going to be. Just press play and listen to me. Whoa, he's freestyling over here. So, Dom, let me ask you a question, bro. What up? Can I get some more ice in this motherfucker? You can. Um, not hold down the fort while you do it. Yes, sir. Is that cool? I, I need some too. Because we need it. We're gonna get more of this uh, of this crown world popping over here. So I just want to make sure we can pop these drinks up and, and get it, it popping over here. You know what I mean? Like, yo, dnasportsdenver.com Though, like I mentioned, um, we got a lot of new stuff coming out. Uh, working on some things like as far as like a new shirt, a new shirt design. I mean, haven't brought nothing out yet, just because. It's still new, so uh, once we get that popping, once we get that going, man, we'll make sure we hit that out to you guys. Also, Dom just got this, got blessed with this beautiful ass camera, so we're gonna have some more visuals coming through. Um, definitely get some more training sessions recorded and locked in. So again, every, for for the update and all that stuff, dnasportsdenver.com. Make sure you uh, you get locked in on that. But like I said, man, we're about to hop into some WrestleMania, WrestleMania thirty nine. Um, it's gonna be some. Some great action. So here comes Don back over here now with that ice, though. Shoot. It's a little bit different, man. Like I said, Coach's Lounge, Volume 2. Um, celebrating my brother Dom over here and his, uh, I think it's like his 13th, 21st birthday or something like that, or 14th, 21st birthday or something like that. That's right. I don't know how you do it. I'm, on, I'm going on my, I got to do the math real quick. I'm going on my 19th, 21st birthday. Nah, honesty is the best policy, and I'm 24. <laughs> I was like getting ready to hear like oh that's about to be honest. Nah, I'm 37. 37. Just kidding. 36. You don't believe me still uh I'm 36. Dude, when I was 36, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, WrestleMania's going down. My kids right now are with Coach Athena, shout out to Coach Athena. What up, Coach? Um, what is cool with Athena? Did you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, they're over at the wrestling event tonight, over at Ball Arena, having a good time. Sick. And WrestleMania is right around the corner, and that's what we're here to talk about next. So, what do you think, man? There's a lot of exciting bouts going down at WrestleMania. We got Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. You know, yeah. For a lot of you guys who don't know who <laughs> Cody Rhodes is, that's an know, OG man. He's he's Dusty Rhodes. If you don't know who Dusty the American is, Dream, the bud. American Dream, you know, all comes from a, a long, a long lineage, lineage of of wrestling. Dude, I greats. used to always like before I knew, I used to always think he was Dustin Rhodes' son. Gold I didn't Dustin. realize they were brothers. Yeah, no. Yeah, I thought I thought he was there, his son. 
But yeah, that's the family. Goldust, Dustin Rhodes. I mean, I remember uh, before before he became Goldust when he was just Dustin Rhodes. Um, but the American Dream, though, dude. Like, I was watching some old WWF and then some old uh, when he went over to WCW, mm-hmm. and he hopped train over to the NWO too, right? Yep. Yeah, man. American Dream, dude. He used to be fun. And then you got you know you got John Cena coming back, and he's going up against Austin Theory. Okay. Um, okay. Rhea Ripley. Um, and Charlotte Flair, that'll be a banger. That'll be a banger for sure. You know, Rhea Ripley is is I don't know. Do they do they consider her the the tenth wonder of the world? I mean, I know ni- China was the ninth wonder of the world. I don't know if they do. I forget. <laughs> I don't follow that closely. But it's you know, that should be a great match there too. Um, it's going to be exciting, man. WrestleMania is always a time to to get around the TV and enjoy it. If you love wrestling, then you're going to be. We're just talking in. about like the NCAA tournament and like in the Super Bowl, like all eyes on that them, on them events. WrestleMania is that Same event too. Thing. It's that event too. It's always transcended all athletics, like all all even like culture, like yeah. pop pop culture, right? Like you always there's always somebody at WrestleMania showing up. Football players, actors, boxers. Like where we see a Paul brother. There you know go. what I mean? Like you don't know if a Paul brother's gonna pop out. You never know what's gonna happen at WrestleMania. You never know what's gonna happen tonight, dude. Before WrestleMania, so a lot could can transpire before WrestleMania and then make the show even that much more exciting. It's wild that it's two nights now. Yeah, it's not just one night anymore, dude. It's it was a, a event. big event when it was one day. Now it's a freaking two day event. Can you imagine though if it was two day events back in the day, bro? Back like. You know, when you have Hogan and Dude, 12-year-old me right now, bro. Bro, all those ones with Taker just yeah. consistently staying on his streak of Dude. wins at WrestleMania. Like, Dude. it would be crazy. Could Would would the Taker have such a long streak if yeah, he had not to wrestle? wrestle both nights. Who says? I mean, you're right. Who's to say? And, and You're right. Say, Mr. Bro? McMahon says what Mr. McMahon says. It's funny that he's back in the swing of things, huh? Yeah. Hey, I mean, we talked about that early on. It's the same thing with Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> he's back in the swing of things <laughs> too. Did you see? Uh, he says something stupid that he likes Jews again because of. Uh, oh fuck! I forgot. It. I should pull up the quote, but yeah, he's back don't, into. Don't misquote when. He, don't misquote Kanye. Don't get not, us not, a, not, <laughs> not when you refer to. Don't do it, Coach. Oh, dude! Did you see uh, Chappelle's little roast of him a few weeks back on 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 uh, Saturday Night Live? No, but did you watch the Chris Rock episode? Uh, Stand I did. Up. I did. What What'd did you think? think about that? I thought it was funny. It was thought, all right. I yeah, think I, I think mean, it had some dry spots. It had some good. Humor. I think like it kind of got like in the middle before it got on the Will Smith story. Yeah. Like it kind of got a little flat. Like the beginning was real good. It was real punchy. I don't know. I love I think Chris there Rock. Was some, there was some truth and some humor to the Will Smith situation too. That. Honestly, he. Um, it's funny because like he um, he kind of reused a couple of jokes midway through there and kind of repurposed them. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, I'm not mad at him. So here, let, let me get it right. Kanye West returns to Instagram with a post about Jonah Hill. So he said he likes Jews again oh, because he saw Jonah Hill's movie, dog. Yeah, like, <laughs> dude, I don't know why they listen to him. Hey, I wouldn't take what he. Take. I mean, I get he got a lot of influence, but like, but the, we were having this conversation the other day uh, when I went to go get a haircut. Like, bro, at the end of the day, like. You can't have Yeezys without Kanye, and yeah. they knew what they needed, so they had to bring him back. Like you, you can take Yeezy out of it, change the name, put it out under a different name, and yeah. it's still not going to sell the same, no. bro. Well, no, and Adidas lost a lot of money. They lost, lost a ton a of, money, of money, so they had to recoup, and they knew where at the end of the day their money 
revenue was going. Like Adidas without Kanye yeah. loses to Nike. So what does that say about Adidas though? They're di- they were a dying breed without Kanye. But I mean, Jesus what? walked all over Adidas, <laughs> and now they're surviving. <laughs> Oh, I just it it throws me wild. It throws me for a loop, dude. Because <laughs> like, like you know, we they they bashed this dude, they yeah. bashed him, and uh, and I'm not trying to justify anything he said. And like, you know, whether or not he was bashed per- justfully is is not for me to decide. But like now, all of a sudden, they're gonna go ahead and be like, yo, slowly they're trying to they're trying to get back in there to make that money back. Business is business at the end of the day. It is. You know what I mean, and and. We all have to be accountable for what we say at the end of the day as well. And we're not all innocent to saying some shit that is a little out of character at times. Can we just get back to letting people say stupid shit and then we can be smart enough to be like, that was stupid shit. I'm definitely not. Like, what? where did it change where, we can't st- where people say stupid shit and it's like people take it literal or people think that people don't have the mind to be like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, comedy isn't even comedy no more, right? You can't even say certain things in comedy without getting slapped on stage. So, you know, like, <laughs> who Dude, knows? I mean. I'm going to go see, uh, I'm going to a comedy show on Saturday. I dare you to go slap the comedian. Shane just Gillis. walk up there for I no I like reason. Shane Gillis, though. So it's funny, dude. Be like, keep my wife's name out your mouth and slap him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know. The joke can even not he don't, be about he hasn't your even wife. got into his set yet. He didn't even say nothing about Salah. You just go up there and be like, keep my wife's name out your mouth and give him a slap, bro. Nah, because you see that dude that tried to get Chappelle? They beat the shit out of him. Yeah, but do you think they're going to have the same luck with you? Probably not. It's going to be a little bit more interesting of a fight. They might just shoot my big ass. Hey, well. Well, if not, it'll be great content, coach. <laughs> so, like you, Sella, record this. <laughs> yeah, storm up. Keep my wife's name out, Jim. Bro, can oh. you imagine? He wouldn't even know what you're talking about. He'd be so surprised. What like, the fuck is wrong with this, this big is, bastard? Something is wrong with this this dude. Uh, you need to be on WrestleMania with that type of act. Nah, dude, I, I don't think I can do it. I think I'd get scared. I think I would fold up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh shit, I'm going back to my seat. <laughs> No nah, man, I don't want to go ruin that. But WrestleMania, thirty nine. Um, I'm down. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Because you've been watching wrestling a long time, right? Yeah, I know you don't watch as much now as you used to, and I, either do I. But what's your all time favorite WrestleMania moment or match, or both? Wow. By the way, cheers. Favorite WrestleMania moment or match? Let me see. Um. It's hard to it's hard to narrow it down to one, because I was thinking the same thing trying to narrow it down to one. I have several, like I don't know, I can't think. One of my favorite matches: Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I was a kid. I was a big Warrior fan. I was a Hogan fan too, but like the Warrior was the shit to me. And then when they when they met up at Championship for Championship in WrestleMania Seven, yeah, dude, was uh, I'm trying to think, was any of the Triple H and Mankind bouts on WrestleMania. Bro, you're going to have to Google that shit. That machine's sitting right to the left of you right there, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, which one I did like was, I think it was WrestleMania, like, 12 or 13. Whereas, maybe it was, maybe it was 12. Maybe it might even be fucking 10. Jesus Christ. Um, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold, the I Quit match. Yeah. Remember that one where Stone Cold's face is all freaking bloodied up and whatnot? 
Yeah, no, you know what, bro? Like, a lot of them, honestly, there was a lot of great WrestleMania matches, but a lot of the matches that I like to see were, like, a lot of the ones that were a little probably too gruesome to be on WrestleMania, and they were on a different pay-per-view card. Um, again, a lot of like the, the Hell in the Cell kit matches. A lot of the Mankind's um, bouts against Triple H, him against the Taker, you know. But um, you mentioned Hogan; he had Rock and Hogan. I don't. Did you say anything about? Oh, Hogan that was an yeah. That was like when they when when Hogan and them came back to WWE, right? Yep. Like the whole like in the NWO style. NWO and everybody came back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a good one. And then you had Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in WrestleMania. Oh, the Iron Man match. Yep. Yep. That was a great match. So, I mean, that That was was like the first time Michaels had won the title, too, right? The WWE title, or WWF title at the time? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great match. That was like the 60 minute match. That was a good one. That's when he came flying in from the. From the Raptors with the freaking see, and with the harness and shit, that was like the first time I seen a wrestler do that. Seeing the Brock Lesnar thing with the tractor, I was looking for that because I thought that was WrestleMania, but that wasn't WrestleMania either. That must have been SummerSlam, where Brock Lesnar just recent years yeah. picked up the whole entire ring with the track, the big tractor. <laughs> I think that was SummerSlam, yeah. So you know they have so many of these events, and I'm so old, now. so out of touch, you know, and out of touch. <laughs> that I, I'm I think I think one of them was uh, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle, and like they were talking about it the other day when that's when Brock Lesnar like did that like that somersault flip to like land on him and landed on his head, like on his own head and shit, almost broke his neck. Dude. Oh yeah, that's wild. It's crazy how many uh, when you think about like the history of WrestleMania, but then you look at all these WrestleMania events. Yeah, and John Cena's in a lot of them, bro. John Cena has been a big part of the culture. He really has. Um, you know, he's just as big as The Rock. You know, he him, like my, and, him and The Rock had their big feud, you know. Like, my son's whole generation is John Cena. Yeah. I don't know. Have you watched the WWE Rivals at all? No. The, dude, you have to watch WWE Rivals. I forget what channels they come on, but it they talk about John Cena and The Rock kind of feud. Okay. How wrestling and movies and everything, how they kind of compete with each other. On camera, but also behind the scenes. Makes sense, yeah. Dude, uh, since we're on the subject of, like, other shows about wrestling, we were, um, I was watching this this thing on uh, on Hulu. It's Mm -hmm. called um, The Dark Side Of. Oh, yeah. And they have one, Dark Side Of The Ring. Yo, I watched the Warrior one because, you know, obviously Warrior's always been my favorite wrestler growing up and whatnot, dude. That's a good, that's a good show. That's a good uh, program, a good series, dude, like. That Warrior one was nuts. There's shit that I didn't, I didn't even know about that. And, dude, it's, it's a great series. Yeah. I mean, I just watched a documentary on China, too. I brought her up earlier. But yep. I watched a, She's on, a documentary on that behind the road Springs about too. her life and, yep. and what she was dealing with. And, and, you know, everybody, you know, just thinks that just what you see on camera is is really their life. And behind the scenes, they have a whole different life that we don't even know nothing life. about. We just so. know the scripted part of their life, right? And, like, Yeah, and we just we don't appreciate what they do yeah, for us. Yeah, they're actual you know entertainers. I mean? They're actors in live motion, you know what I mean? Yeah, and who are acting out this total different life, yep. putting their body on the line. And then when they go out in public, people don't see them as freaking, you know, who they are. Yeah, like, they're not method actors. Yeah. They have to go back they're to like, life. Oh, that's Triple H. Look, over there, that's Triple H. You know, like... Yeah. Um, it's funny because I looked, I googled, you know, greatest WrestleMania moments um, or matches. You know who Bleacher Report has is the number one WrestleMania thirteen: Bret Hart versus Stone Cold in the yeah. I Quit match. Yeah, dude, they're beating the hell out of each other back then, dude. Austin was legit, bro. Like that whole 
316 era when when Stone Cold was when he busted like, on at the King of the Ring says 316 says I'll kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was the shit, bro. Like uh, every kid wanted to be like Stone Cold. Like it that was just a whole different era. The, the attitude was, era, right? He great, ushered that yeah. in, dude. He ushered the attitude era Definitely in. Did. That was uh it was a, a wild time. Dude, I remember cuz like there was nothing really like Remember Steve Austin and his red red tights back in the day like stunning steve Stun- austin stunning steve austin he went from stunning steve austin to stone cold i'll whoop your ass yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he was in wcw as stunning yeah. steve austin yeah i love the commentary <laughs> jim ross dude like he was the goat too yeah, bro definitely definitely goat. man shout out brother WWE, great day, dude. Great day, birthday, right on to my brother coming down, you know, enjoying this, putting a nice cap on what a great day this was. The nightcap, another episode with some caps, (laughs) caps, no cap, no cap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I tell you what, dude, them, them little freaking spear ice cubes. It's where it's at. It is definitely. Hey. What are you into right now, brother? We're on to WrestleMania. That's coming up soon, but we're moving past it. I'm into what are you life. listening to? Like what what are you gonna put in put on and listen to tomorrow while you're at work? The DNA Sports Podcast episode twenty eight. That's right. I know that's right, because that's what I'm gonna do too. I'm gonna listen to this again and I'm like, damn. No You should have you should have left the crown down because Nah, it's a good time. Um, I don't know, man. I listen to a lot of different stuff, dude. Um, I know we wanna we wanna touch on some things, but um, I've been putting together like so. What I did do is I've been putting together a new mix, a uh, new set, uh, playlist, right? Yeah. Kind of just like some shit that I want to listen to when I'm getting my mind right, when I'm getting ready to go. So I have a wide variety of things on there. I have like from hip hop to like reggae on it, dude. Like just a bunch of different stuff. So I would say though, like a lot of underground stuff, a lot of like uh, Nipsey Hustle. Some Slim Thug, um, just a bunch of different stuff. So it led me to, to hit you up, and I was like, "Yo, Don, why don't we talk about?" So we talk about we talked about the Billboard top fifty or top one hundred or whatever it was. We talked about our favorite rappers or top five or whatever. But we don't ever talk about. It's always about mainstream. We don't ever talk about like some of our underground. We talk yeah. a little bit about battle, and I, I I will put battle in an underground category because, you know, obviously like. It's not mainstream music. So mm-hmm. my question to you, like, what's your favorite underground hip-hop artist or album or song or all three? See, it's kind of it's kind of bad right now because, like, I think the person that I'm going to say or the two people that I'm going to say, I, I kind of been talking about the last few podcasts, but they're also, I think they're right in between underground and starting to really pop to where people know them. Um, but Mozzie... It's okay. surf, bro. Um, you know, Mozzie does a lot of great things. Right, Unfortunately, right now, he's, you know, doing a little bid. Um, but they have some of the, the best songs, bro, that are just, like, I relate to. I hear what they're saying. You know what I mean? They talk about, you know, kind of going through not the easiest situation, living in the best environments, you know what I mean, and, and getting out of that. You know, um, songs like I Ain't Perfect, great song from Mozzie. Um 
You know, there's a lot of them, but there's also a new album out, a new dude that I've kind of been hip to is Rucci, and he has a new album out called Notorious, so okay. I'm going to go check that out, listen to it. You know, I do know Rucci from a few other tracks and a, and a few other people's projects where he was featured on, and, and he's a great artist, you know, so he's out of Inglewood, California, I believe, same place as Mac 10 Nice. Um, but, you know, I'm going to check him out and check out his new album again. It just dropped Notorious, so go check it out. It's streaming on all platforms. Um, I need to get right because I've been, I haven't been chasing down new yeah. music lately, See, and that's bro. what I'm on because i seen you, see, you stay true to the roots, right? Yeah, you listen to but, a lot of, a lot of what, a lot of, you stay true to people that we've known for years and you continue to support them when I'm looking for other things. I feel like I'm kind of not supporting. I think you could do both though. I know, but I'm not. I think you should do both. I should. Like, I think you should, I'm lacking on chasing it down though. Like I've been chasing, like Coast Contra pride, the newest cats I chased down. And I went down that rabbit hole and I, I fucks with Coast Contra heavy. They're dope. Like, yeah. they're dope, and I can't wait for them to come back out. I missed them when they came out here to Red Rocks back in October, but I can't wait for them to come back out here because I'm definitely there. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, I kind of stopped chasing a lot of new music, dude. Like, I got old. Yeah. In a sense, in my in terms of, like, what, I, what I'm chasing down to listen to. Yeah. It's different. It's hard. Yeah. You, you really have to be patient because some of the music that I listen to sometimes, like, on first take, I didn't really like do you like like a lot of trap hip-hop i do I yeah do listen i don't some mind of the it. trap some of the drill music now i listen to like honestly bro like i try to open my ears to everything and, yeah and really listen to what they're saying that's what i do first like i'll i'll try to ignore the song how they ride the beat everything and listen to the lyrics yeah and then i'll be like all right are they riding the beat do they write i break it down bro and 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 some songs you know just get played and never played again and some some Songs get into the playlist, dude. Some trap songs got some really good beats to them, so it's hard to like pass them. Like I've been bumping some Qua- some Migos lately on the playlist. I got some Migos on my playlist, dog. I never thought I'd say that shit, but I got some Migos on my playlist, and it's only because that shit that shit be banging in my car, bro. Do you watch? Oh, what is? Oh, Vita's gonna be so mad that I can't <laughs> think of it right now. It's a Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh, is that the like freestyling in the car or some shit like nah, that? Nah, they're they're in the they go there. And I don't they think play that's a Jimmy bunch Kimmel. Is it not Jimmy Kimmel? No, the one I'm thinking about, I don't think it's Jimmy Kimmel. But jeez, uh, I'm gonna Google it. See, look, there you go. No, dude, I just I felt I don't know. I I, I try to I, I felt like I wasn't giving a lot of shit a, a, a listen to fairly, right? Like I, you could listen to some stuff and be like, you know what, this ain't for me. But I felt like some of the stuff. Especially some of the new rapper, new rappers out. Like I wasn't giving it a fair pass. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that. okay, yeah. But the new Jimmy Fallon show, he has, a, he does this skit. It's a game where he had a Quavo, he had Chance the Rapper, um, French Montana. They were all competing, but he did this one called Nonsense Karaoke. Have you checked it out? No. You should check it out. Pull it up. Quavo performs. Uh, Little John's get low. Here we go, right here. Hold on, here. I got it right here. Let's see. Wait, this is the fun part of having the computer hooked up over here. We'll see what uh, what Spotify think about this. This is hilarious, bro. Check the show out if you haven't seen it. So, hold on, pause it real quick. So the premise of this, right, is he's gonna give them a song, okay? And the song is he's gonna have to perform the song, but okay. the lyrics in the song. 
have totally been shifted to totally random words, oh. and they're just going to feed him a bunch of nonsense, but he has to perform it in the same melody and tempo as the original song. Oh, so they're fucking with the lyrics. Uh, yeah, so check it out. All right, let's see. Nonsense okay, karaoke, nonsense huh? Karaoke. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna have to sing a well-known song, but the lyrics have been replaced with total nonsense. Oh, let's see what song <laughs> it will be. That's easy to do on a little John song, though. Yeah, I think it'd be a little bit easy. Well, and he's from he's from Atlanta, so yeah, he get drunk with that shit. Whatever lyrics, you know, forget about it. These are all nonsense. Okay, okay, just go over it and it'll be right on the teleprompter in front of you. Good luck. I don't even know the lyrics to get low. <laughs> get low, get low. <laughs> hilarious bro that was a great great uh, show so we had, she turned me on to that show we watched a few episodes that was Patty so that's back. an actual show it's a show bro so go oh, okay check it so out. i thought it was like on because i've seen i've seen him do this before and i thought it was on his tonight show no it's so, an actual show it's called uh that's my jam that's my jam that's tight dude that's yeah, tight check it out. it's it's already on the third season maybe or second season i don't know but it's it's dope it's dude dope. that check was cool out. that was cool getting back to it <laughs> So you name some, you know, uh, we're talking about trap hop, right? Like, yeah. that's why I like listening to Slim Thug a little bit. Yeah, that's you why know? I was like, you, you still listen to the the dudes that, you know, we grew up listening yeah. to. Essentially, like I haven't even heard Slim Thug in a long time. Oh, so he's the still fact putting that, out hits. The fact that he's still doing it now, you you put him on your list. I'm gonna go check him out. So tomorrow. as a matter of fact, that was my Get Right album when we went and played um, our two game jamboree yeah. up there in at Ralston Valley. Uh-huh. That was what was in my track, dude. That's what got me after that day, man. Like, nah, I mean, he he makes grown man trap music, right? Yeah. Um, Immortal Technique. Yeah. It's another one, bro. Like, he, and it's hard to call him underground because he's known worldwide over. Yeah, Same thing with Slim I Thug. Think, I think he would prefer to be. He's not mainstream. To, he would prefer to be referred to as underground. Yeah, he doesn't have a message and for the mainstream to for the mainstream honestly, viewer. It, it, I think Technique might be the underground king. He might be. 
He might be. I mean, because because Tech Tech Nine you, went. I was gonna mainstream. say, do you consider Tech Nine underground nah, still? Ah, Tech Nine. You think he's mainstream? mainstream kinda to me. He a little bit. He's always been FTI though. But he really went like yeah, kind of mainstream. He did on go a few for it. tracks. He went on. He, went he was playing on 107.5. Boy, that fragile. That played. Which I was surprised they took that song on there. Yeah, I think I don't know. I mean, Hood's that so would crazy. be the only one, really, right? Well, they got Hood so for crazy for longevity purposes. Like, who else would you say? Oh, for the be? underground king, um, like like that. And it, and it depends, right? You're talking about lyrics. You're talking about putting dog. Up. His lyrics are hard. Immortal technique is. Straight I jerk lyrical. off inside books and give life to words, leaving concepts stuck together that you probably <laughs> never heard. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Uh, what does he say? Some uh, people be hating on that. that he said, so put though. your hands in the air like you got the heat. To, uh, put your hands in the air like you got the heat to your back and shake your body like a baby born addicted from crack. Like, bro. Like, uh, dude, don't even get me started on tech. Like, yeah. that's dude. I've seen him. I've seen him like three or four different times. My favorite time seeing him was over at, um, I seen him at Cervantes with DJ GI Joe and yeah. fucking ran into an old, uh, old teacher that I used to have in high school. I think Vita probably had her in high school named Miss Shep. She's fucking hip hop head off the top, dude. Like she used to give you extra credit at school dances. If you came and vibe with her, that's what's up. And she was cool as fuck. Dude, straight hip hop head though. Didn't like Wu-Tang Clan though. She's like, you can't dance to that shit. <laughs> but like she's famous dude like you um you can go back and look at the westward she like makes food for all these all these underground artists that come to denver so like eli and the grouch she used to always just like cook up some food for them and take it to the to the green room for them and always hook them up so it's like she's known as shep the hip-hop mom and freaking uh but i ran into her at that immortal technique concert dude he's dope yeah he, he's super dope man like i don't mean to 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 shift off off topics here but no he's super dope man i think lyrically he's he's hard but like if you're looking at like trap and like impact too like you can't deny like slim thug some of the swisher house guys you can't deny like young Dolph before he got like i I don't know he's on that he was on the edge of mainstream to to underground you know Dolph was dope guaranteed Dolph was dope um go back to some old schools i mean even like not old school but like nipsey hustle R.I.P. Like his his he was still underground a little bit. You go like Mac Dre back in the day. Like Mac yeah. Dre was the shit. Mac Dre was was underground too, but unfortunately, you know. Do you still consider E Forty underground? Big Al. Big Al, dude. Big, Big Al. Al was hard. Yeah. Who who did this? E Forty. Bro, come on. Forty water. Come on. Hey, Forty's still- a Mount Rushmore, Mount Westmore, bro. What do you think about that album? You hear that shit? I haven't. Honestly, I didn't listen to the whole thing. It's cool. It's, it was, it's all right, but it's, it's like it, you know what it sounds like. Like nineties, like four legends got together and made an album, and they and they and they kept it true to like yeah. why we love them. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, but I would love to see them get together and make something that's a little bit more current, like more of like. Well, you gotta listen to it because there's a couple of tracks on there that kind of got like a like a more current vibe. I think just who they are, like it's hard to listen to short and him yeah. be anything else besides too short. You know what I mean, like, bro. These are the tales, the freaky <laughs> tales. These are the tales that I tell. Dude, so, so we like, had a uh, life is too short. Yeah, in uh, the song cuss words. Yeah, we got in trouble for listening to that shit. Talk dude. about like somebody right in 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 the era in the essence of hip hop, right? Because short started, I believe, in eighty three. You can fact check it. I believe like he really started coming out in eighty three. He probably was out before then, but started coming out in eighty three. Um. Put, that's well before my time, I'd like to say. By the April way. 4th, 1983, goddammit. But, uh, <laughs> bro, like, 
bro, like in the essence of like hip hop, where everybody was, you had your KRS ones, you know, everybody was that real lyrical. Yeah, he was like, I'm not gonna be so lyrical, and I'm just gonna give it to you how, how I give it to you. Well, and, he was and everybody loved it, bro. He was Oakland. Yeah, he was unapologetically Oakland, bro. But the the good thing about Short though too is that. He was a little bit of, of of everywhere because he's traveled so many different places that he was very much Oakland, but he had he knew what you wanted in other regions too, so it kinda it resonated everywhere. It was like when a lot of them cats on the West Coast were coming to be in the late nine late eighties, early nineties, right? Um, you think about like NWA start. Like, they were really against the grain from what hip-hop was at the time. Like, hip-hop was always hip-hop. But, like, right around that same time, you had, like, Run DMC crossing over with Aerosmith, right, doing their thing. You had the Beastie Boys coming on board. So, like, hip-hop was different. It was kind of – it wasn't falling into, like, a category or, like, following the line or, you know, doing the – you know, being commercialized or whatever – but it was it was just different, and then they came in and they ushered in like the whole like we we're talking about earlier Stone Cold coming in mm-hmm. and ushering in the Attitude Era, right? They came in and ushered in a whole different tone. Like that song "Cuss Words," man, he's talking about having Nancy Reagan blow him and shit, dude. Like, yeah. dude, no one was doing that shit at the time. Like they were completely against the grain, and you got to respect them for that because that shock value is why I love them today. Like NWA. Dude coming in, doing what they did. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre coming in how they did. Like, that shock value is why we think about them today. What would be your top West Coast song of all time? <laughs> um, fuck. Think about it. So, like, does it have to be about the West Coast? Or is it from an, an artist from the West Coast? A West Coast artist. Just, just, so you you cast, you consider Tupac a West Coast artist? Yeah, I mean he was from he was from the East Coast. Yeah, but but like if you listen to Me Against was, the World, you listen to get to Tupac Lips Now. Like especially Tupac Lips Now is heavily digital underground influence. Shout out to Digital Underground, Shock G. But that was a big influence on that first album, Me Against the World. Had, dude, that's one of my favorite albums. But it had it had a very non West Coast vibe to it. Yeah, nah, but. Park was reborn in the West. Live and die in LA. Yeah, he was reborn in the West. He was um, though. But I mean, I, I do I would consider him a West Coast artist. Me too. Me but, too. It just was, you know, he just it was a part of the complexity that was Tupac though, right? Because like he had this like I've lived on both sides kind of thing. Got like, some historic ones, bro. Yeah. I mean historic ones. Like you just yeah. think about NWA. You think about West Side Connection. You think about. Oh, you talking about for the songs? Yeah, just think. I'm just thinking of all the lists. Like, cause I just seen a few on the list that I pulled up, but then that just got me thinking. You got Ice T, and I'm talking about like Ice T colors, influential colors, 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 yeah. colors, colors. I am a nightmare walking, yeah, psychopath, psychopath talking. talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you got. You, you know, know what? Let's got, ask. Let's ask the, the fans hood. real you quick, man. NWA, fuck the police. Hit us up, right. dnasportsdenver.com forward slash askdna. Chime in on this one because I know we're going to hear some, from some folks because we always hear from folks when it's the hip-hop conversation, right? And we love it. We love it. As far as my favorite West Coast song of all time, the greatest West Coast song of all time, God damn, Dom, I hate you for this one. This one's hard, dude. It, I'll give you mine. What you got? You know it already. I do. And and honestly, I I could think of some that are like making me go. I keep hearing Tupac in the back of my head. But me too. And in all honesty, bro, like 
nothing but a G thing. <sighs> Has to probably be one of the best songs <laughs> ever, yeah. bro. Like you can't you can't talk one, about one two, of the best albums. Three to the four. It, it introduced us to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, bro. It like, introduced Snoop us to Snoop Dogg literally. He talk, walks through the door at the beginning of the video. Talk about taking over the game and transcending the game to something different. Right? Taking on a yeah. whole coast, bro. Snoop. True. New True. York, New York. Big city of dreams. But everything in New York ain't always what it seems. Oh. <laughs> Snoop was... Bro, oh. everybody needs to start putting respect on Snoop's name. Uncle what Snoop. What he has done for the game, nephew. Uncle Snoop. Um, Snoop is legit, bro. He's been around for years, and, and he's taken on some of the goats, some of the greatest. Nothing but a G thing is a really good choice right now, dude. Like, I think of, like, California Love, which like, like some of the, like, obvious ones. California Love, um, Bow Down. You know, those are all, like, fucking, like, West Coast classics, like California classics, right? But, damn, you, you did it like that. You know a good one, too, bro? Like, and I'm not from L.A., but it's a great song. To live and die in Yeah, LA. that's a great song, ain't that? You know what you know, I mean? Like, there was good ones, It wouldn't bro. be L.A. without Mexicans. Yeah. Black love, brown pride in the sets again. Nah, hey, you know what, though? You talk West Coast, and you completely, you just isolated into California. You ain't even think about Posse on Broadway, dude. Nah. You ain't I, think about Sir Mix-a-Lot in Seattle, dude. I, like, I did think about it. Fucking, uh. My Posse's on Broadway. Dude, that's my, hey. Yo, R.I.P. Uncle Eric. That's Pops, my Uncle Eric, dude. They used to get, they, we'd be kicking it. Family come over and shit, have some beers, they playing pool. And the next thing you know, doom, 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 doom. My pops par- is on Broadway. We made a parody of that song back in the day. Because you know Broadway down here yeah, yeah, is yeah. a different type of ball game. You know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> it's the legit, <laughs> legit of Bagua. Yo. The legit of Bagua. Dude, what about did you ever? What do you think about um, E40's remix to Posse on Broadway? Mm-hmm. Big baller with my homies. Do, do, do. The click was dope. The click was dope. All right, I'm, I'm sorry. I beat. I've been beating around the bush on your answer on your yeah. question, dude. But yeah. I can't figure it out. So I'm gonna go with um, my personal favorite West Coast track of all freaking time would probably be. It's going to be some Tupac. Um, and it's going to be probably, fuck, dude. It's not It's not a popular track, but it's probably my favorite one. It's like, um, it's off of All Eyes on Me. Mm-hmm. Um, Great album. Every song, you can just play it all. Dude, I can probably say All Eyes on Me was was, was, was one of my favorite tracks, too. But um, I would be I would be doing injustice to the, to the, to the album. Um, Two of America's Most Wanted was a great song. Too, two, it, it was nice. Um, my personal, 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 personal favorite is Can't See Me. Yeah. Um, you know he came out. Um, I feel like that should have been the first song on the, on the album. Uh, overall, it was on the first song on the disc too, though. Um, but he came out and was just like, "Yo, you fucking put me with with Dre with his production." Death Row is on the scene. We're about to do it. And that really, that whole album, and this is why I could put that whole album up there, but that whole album changed a lot of West Coast rap and a lot of rap in general because it, it just. I'm going to put you on blast again. And I'm throwing it? another curveball. I didn't Google it this time. <laughs> I didn't Google it this time. We're just going to freestyle We're this fucking one. Fucking freestyling, dude. I'm feeling good. About to finish off this bottle. Who's the king of the South? 
who, 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 who's the king of the South, and that's including Texas. Andre fucking three thousand. No. That's my favorite. I'll Ooh. tell you right now. That's my favorite artist out the South. But he's uh, that's my favorite group overall. That might be your favorite artist of. Like that, that's there. that's my favorite group. Outcast probably my favorite group here, bro. I don't want to take all the last of this. You finish that off. Outcast is definitely my favorite group of all time. Um, it's hard to go against Wu. Scarface, but the King of the South. I I think Scarface. Scarface has yeah. to be the King of the South. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and long before Ti called him the King of the South, I called yeah. him South King of the South. Scarface was doing it. Rap a lot. Ghetto Boys, right? Like. T.I.'s done a lot of good things, bro, but he's not the king of the South, bro. His music doesn't transcend like Scarface. like, I could put some Scarface on right now and rock to a whole album. Speaking of my playlist, my Get Right playlist. Like, I could listen to some T.I., though, too. I ain't going to cap. Yeah, no, no, no. You know what I mean? But but Scarface is, it it just, it's like wine, bro. It ages well. You know, um, one of my favorite all-time songs uh, by Scarface is My Block. Yep. And it's just, block. it's just smooth, like it's like a juicy. He tells his story, bro. Like it's like a juicy of the south. Yeah, yeah, kind of for like, real, straight it, up. It's like the juicy of the south. Once that song comes on, you vibe with it. For you're kind of like, oh yeah, you're about, you about to get us copyrighted. I don't care. Uh, I mean, I'm about to experiment with what what Spotify says is good and not good. And, okay, let's see. But that. you know, but like the video for this song, though. Hey, the Ghetto Boys, in general. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bushwick Bill. Yeah, nah, this video is hard though, bro. But just the storytelling. See, I'm a sucker for storytelling. It's been the same old thing on my block. You either working or you slanging on my block. You had to hustle, cause that's how we was raised on my block. And you stayed on your hop until you made you a nut on my block. See, I think if I talk in between it though, it, it, it messes up them. It messes up them copyrights, but. I've always been a sucker for like for for storytelling music, right? For storytelling hip hop. I think that's why I identify with, with Immortal Technique so much. It's just because, dog, if you could be lyrical and you could tell me the story, dude, that's even more, right? It's it's an, it's not enough just be trapped, but like be lyrical with it. And like in this video, he not only just tells the story, but tells the story of his neighborhood, bro. Like, yo, shout out to Scarface, man. Definitely king of the south. Let me throw a curveball at you now, since you be over here pitching curveballs and shit, like you're in the MLB waiting up for uh, for your major league call up. Uh, who's the king of the East Coast, man? Who's the king of New York? Ooh, all time? All right, time. Current. All time. Who rocks the crown? Ooh. Who rocks the crown of Ooh, New York, bro? That's since a we, sore spot for me. Since we took this little path down to where we're at now. That's a sore spot for me, who, but I don't have to it? think Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Yes, Jay-Z. He certainly has a good freaking uh, claim on bro. that shit. Like, I can't, I can't knock what he's done bro he's the king of the, of the east coast even though i love biggie biggie is my all-time favorite artist ever anybody who knows me knows i'm a biggie guy but hove bro is just i mean if if, if tupac and biggie aren't taken from this world early as fuck what I, happens i think i think like what is hip-hop i think hip-hop 
because hip hop would have grew at a faster pace. I think we would have got to a lot of the mumble rap and what we call mumble rap today. I think we would have got a lot to a lot more of that quicker than we did. But I think we would have been a little bit more accepting to it too because we would have had two of the biggest kind of ushering it in. Yeah, because people always talk about like, oh, well, Tupac wouldn't do music with them people. Tupac did music with a lot of motherfuckers. One thing about Pac and Biggie, bro, is they were very versatile. Yeah. They could adapt to to whatever, bro. They could adapt to whatever. You know what I mean? Like, And I think both of them would have easily adapted to today's society, and they would have brought in a lot of this today's rap. Hey, what about Takashi getting beat up? Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> On another side note, dude, like, why are you going places by yourself when you when you when that's you? Hey, you get whatever you put in the game, <laughs> you get out of the game. Oh, classic! Coach is bringing the classics. It's it's unfortunate that he's got to look over his shoulder. Dangerous, but you're right though. Can't bang with us. Whatever you bring into this motherfucker. Hey, bone, bro. Oh, I got another one for you. Oh, are you going to go to Midwest on it? No, no. Okay. I'm just going to ask you a, another question. Okay. Another well, while this build up, because this song got about the longest. The you want me to tell you right now? This then? song got the longest build up in the history okay, of so songs. Think about it right now. The best rap group uh-huh. ever. Uh huh. Best rap group. Uh, I already told you what my shit was, but. You said Outcast. It was. It is. Of all time, G Unit, Bone. I love Bone. I grew up a big ass Bone fan. Like I three, had six every Bone album. Bro. Three Six Mafia. Matter of fact, when I was a kid, UGK. My mom bought me the Bone eight, Thugs eight. and uh, you, Art of Art of War. Did you ever listen to Eight Ball and MJG? Yeah, of course. Tennessee, bro. Pick Memphis, Cadillac, Pick, holding me up. Yeah, uh, dude. Straight up, we know Angel Dust, label us notorious. Yo, no, I did. I, I love they bought MJG. You know, the Midwest is Kanye. You think so? Impact wise, it's hard to. Common. Common. Twister. 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 Bro, come on. Twister. Tech Nine. <sighs> Bro. Tech Nine's done a lot. I've never been a Tech Nine fan though, Out so I'd probably nowhere. hate. I'd probably hate a little bit more on Tech Nine than anybody. I don't give him as much credit as he deserves. Honestly, I'll say that. Hey, right now. I'll say this much. But he's dope. I'll say this much. I've been on a lot of fucking shows. We open up for a lot of shows. Been to a lot of shows. Tech Nine puts on a good show. There's very few that put on the live performance like Tech does. I definitely agree with you. Tech Nine very puts on few. a great show. Um, um, but I have to agree with you on Kanye. I mean, I just for what he's done for the game. I'm thinking about what he, you've done for him. I mean, Kanye was producing classics before he was even rapping. Yeah. You know, H to the is O, V to the is A. Um, a lot of your great. City Cry. Yeah, a lot of your great songs he did. Yeah. Yeah, he's behind. Wow. Yeah. And how much did he write? How much yeah. did he write for people that we Who don't know about? Who was the best producer of all time? <laughs> Another slippery slope. See, we got to write down all what about these. Premier? And just make you like it DJ a whole Premier? episode. 
We gotta make it a whole episode. Yeah, premieres dope. Premieres hard. It premieres. I, I like premieres Jazzy Faye. Dude, premieres Croc. Oh, dude, Jazzy Faye. Yes, Jazzy Faye, bro. Like, there's so many Scott Storch. Like, there's so yeah, many. Storch like, had his little run you too. Gotta go down the list of them, bro. There's so many. You got premieres still getting it though. You gotta. Oh, I don't know why. I'm just drawing a blank. He's married to freaking Alicia Keys. Oh, you talking about fucking Swiss Beats? Swiss Beats. Yeah, bangers. Hard. Bangers. Late nineties, early two thousands. If Swiss Beats did it, it was a banger. Bangers, bro. If we talked about the man himself, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. We need to come up with a. a now, you want to argue impact? We got to do a whole episode about just top producer, top <laughs> hip hop artist of all time. We'll put together the the rundown right now. <laughs> top producers, top hip hop artists of all time. Um. Top R&B song of all time. Jesus, here we go. Top R&B producer. Uh, Swisher House. Talk about Texas. Michael Watts. So, bro, funny story about Swisher House. Balling in the mix. I first heard about these brothers when I went out to school out in Missouri. My roommate, shout out to Benny DeRoe. I haven't talked to this dude for a fucking decade. But shout out to that kid. He came he came to Missouri Valley. He's from Dallas, Texas. And this boy came up with all this Texas music, bro. I'm yeah. talking about fucking Swisher House before I, I ever heard about Swisher House. Like probably like three years, four years. This is like 2001, right? We think about like Swisher House really blew up like 2004, 2005, like when they started to be kind of people started knowing them. Like who is Mike Jones? Like this was like Slim Thug. This was like Kiki. This is like back in the day, Swisher House, dude. Michael 5,000 Watts with his before the Kappa and after the Kappa mixtapes, bro. Shout out to Benny on that one, dude, because I th- that brother used to like bang the music and I'd be like, I'm trying to go to sleep, motherfucker. And you know what's so dope about like our generation of music that these youngsters will never understand, right? They have all these great artists, but it's been so easy for you to see their whole catalog of music. Yeah. When we were younger, bro, you had these dudes hustling out the trunk of their car sometimes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yep. every mixtape, bro, like if you didn't get a certain mixtape, you might not have got Dude, that mixtape. Was a real thing. Like it like was the like mixtape. Yeah. Like if you didn't get a mixtape, bro, you were you were hoping somebody dubbed it for you because that's how you learned about new cats, if new they artists didn't all the dub time. That mixtape, then you're shit out of luck. Think about all the Mac Valley mixtapes with a lot of the underground Tupac music that came bro. out. Hit Em Up came out on. Like, all these songs that you hear today, a lot of the newer songs, whenever yep. you hear a new Pac, new Biggie, new yep. anything, was all that old mixtape mix shit. Yep. shit that no one heard. Exactly. Dude, 50 Cent, when yep. he first came on to do the Who Kid mixtapes. They killed him. Dude. That's what I'm saying. My my favorite group of all time, bro, I think has to be G-Unit. <sighs> like, again, we have to talk. I mean, out, I love Outkast, but I'm talking about like, I think I just vibe with Outkast more because I related more to that. Like I wasn't like, I wasn't a big trapper. Cadillac, funky music. Nah, nah, they make good music, bro. Like they make good music. What do you say? I uh, was more of a. What do you say? Um, um, True, I got more fans than the average man, but not enough loot to last me to the end of the week. We live by the beat, like you live check to checks. If you don't move your feet, then we don't eat. So we like neck to neck. 
Like, see, I'm I'm more of a, <laughs> it's hard. More freestyles, killing fit or killing sticky and ja. I'm moving on now. I got bigger fish to fry. Well, Bro. what's the one with Fifty Cent where he says uh, he's talking about riding around heaven trying to find Big and Puck? Hey, bro. <laughs> he so said, you think you those... die, all of your problems stop. You wake up in hell, holding your head, still shot. <laughs> you know who slept on? Banks. Oh, Lloyd Banks was dope. Lloyd Banks is so slept. Bars, on. dude. Hey, we're, you know what, viewers? If you're listening still and you're still <laughs> riding with us, shout out to you, bro. You are one fourteen through you Coach Don's I mean? birthday episode. Rocking with us while we're just reminiscing on, on on what we grew up on. Essentially, at the end of the day, um, a lot of old hip hop, a lot of new hip hop. Yeah, Desperu. Check out Desperu by Sue Surf. I'm still gonna bang Sue Surf all day long, bro. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite artists. Desperu. Desperu. That's the name of his new album. The whole album is a banger, uh, but he has a song on there that's called "I Don't Know Who's Talent," and he basically there's one bar where he's like, he says something like, uh, that essentially like he trusts the ops because they ain't never switched since he let them. Uh. You know what I mean? Like it's hard when people change on you. But yeah, they, trust the ops because they ain't changed since he met them. All oh, these are bars. Bro, this is the, one of the best freestyles ever. What time it, is. it was in my I memory. I had to pull it up. Heavy boss spitters in a planet next to me. So we're going to get right Yo, into shout out to listeners, man. We appreciate you tuning in. Free surf. Hey, free Sue surf. Whoa, what happened? Oh, that voice. You scared him, bro. Killed him. I don't know what you did, dog. Yeah, technical difficulty. All them late nights, me and them walls got acquainted. Basquiat with the hammer, plenty pictures I done painted. I'm judge, read the charges, shh, mama nearly fainted. My hood been Iraq, and bricks like the Navy in the kitchen, whipping gravy, trying to get it for the baby. I wouldn't say a name if them motherfuckers paid me. Remember sitting in that cell, Jordan and McGrady. That's 23 and 1, window block, so I can't see the sun. Push ups, honey, down all the way to 1. Just caught another case. That's hard, that's a hard bar. If you know, you know. Yeah. She won't let him see his son. Colorado. Go ahead with your shit. Go ahead with your list. Them niggas that you think hard, me and them no mix. But everybody banging, no. Everybody riding. Out of state, screaming out blocks, we be sliding. Good on your welcome home if you wasn't screaming, free me. Mine on the mill behind that wall, hold up, free me. Tended in parlors, we probably pile up for the mission. Lord, I know I'm contradicting, but I'm praying that we hit him. Wasn't thinking about his mother before we got him, but we get him. Pray my mama don't never gotta identify a victim. We rap Ugh. those things. Get some clients. If you're trapped on bling My daughter asking What them tattoos mean Shit first you feel sad And you feel mad In the mirror like passion, What if bro. she want a nigga Like her dad So yeah. I've been trying to chill I've been focused That's on one thing I've always vibed with Like with Tupac When there's always a Tupac Cause that's like In our generation That's always a debate Tupac, Biggie, Tupac, Biggie Who's greater, who's better You know what I mean And that's one reason Why I've always gravitated A little bit more to Tupac And I know you say You're a Biggie guy Biggie was hard lyrically Biggie was hard but like Pac had like this passion. certain bout of passion he in had his that voice. Passion in like, his voice. well, not even I wouldn't even call it. It's just like every he had passion. But you know why I fuck with Biggie? Was it because he had conviction? Ooh. I don't know. It's like every lyric and he's of Tupac a hustler, hit, bro. Yeah, I mean Biggie was ten dope. crack commandments. Yo, who? Uh, uh, give me the loot. Give me the loot. I'm a bad man. Give me the loot. Give me the. Loot. I was just banging that track the other day. That's on the playlist too, and that was my theme song for our draft, right? Bro. But hey, that's one of the hard. That, that song is slept on. Yeah, Biggie is for sure top, top, top lyricist of all time. You think the top, top? He's one of the top lyricists of all time, in my opinion. What right. about uh? What do you think about Jada? 
Ooh, he's up there. I'm like, I know you think he's dope. You don't. Uh, fuck it. Let's go down this path. Top lyricist all time. You're gonna say Biggie? No, no, I'm not saying he's the top lyricist. Okay. All time. <laughs> he has to be in the conversation. Who's your top? Oh, bro, that 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 I will not answer right now. Are you afraid? I am. That takes some, you know. So when you're talking about top lyricists, that takes some really some deciphering. I need to go back and listen um, and really, really break down who's saying something. You know what I mean? We're talking about substance. I feel you. So, um, I don't want to just blurt that out right now, especially off of a couple of, couple of glasses <laughs> couple of of drinks. Crown. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't just blurt that out. Who's, Not that answer. Who? Um, so what's one of your favorite... What's your go-to underground? So we started this segment talking underground hip-hop artists, underground songs. What's your go-to underground song? What's your go-to track? What, so, Like, if, if a motherfucker told you, listen, you're, so, I'm going to shoot you in your head if you don't give me a track right now that I've never heard of or of an artist that's not that I wouldn't have heard of. So I mentioned both these guys already, but there's an album they did together called Blood Cousins. Sue Surf and Mozzie, and it's called Any Second. That okay. song, bro, is fire. And, and and if you don't know, anybody who knows me, Coach Dom, I came through a, you know, a, a young path where I was kind of, you know, making a lot of mistakes in life, and I've changed myself as a, as a man, and I've transcended, so I've been through a lot. And there's a certain demographic of music that I relate to because I come from the same kind of struggles. So this song, bro, is it's just, it's... That's that one for me. Okay. Okay. Um, what about you? So there's a lot of songs that take me there. That's the sound of ice and <laughs> drink. It's <laughs> a song of an empty <laughs> bottle. Um, there's a lot of songs that take me there. Um, this one song that I play though, that I would play though, would be "Caught in the Hustle" by Mortal Technique. Um, just a great track, man. Talking about growing up in the struggle. And being caught up in it, right? And it's like, you know, we figure out ways to get out of it, but sometimes you're just stuck around it, surrounded by it, surrounded by the, by the struggle, right? And it's it's finding that 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 inner uh, that inner beast to rise above it. Bro, those are the kind of the same concepts, really, of the songs. Yep. Just different kind of environments, I would say, because any second, and it's basically talking about like at any given time. <laughs> Shit could change. For well, me. there's a certain you know lesson. I mean? There's so a certain you. lesson that poverty teaches us, right? There's a certain lesson that struggle. I think like uh, was it was it uh, Langston Hughes that said without? Oh, no, 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 no. It's Frederick Douglass. Without progress, there, without struggle, there's no progress, right? Uh, so I think that I think there's a certain thing that the struggle teaches you, and I think that's why I relate with a lot of these MCs that come from that past that that rap about the struggle. I can give a fuck about rapping about the trap and about coming up on some money. I want to understand how you dealt with the struggle, how you dealt with the hard how times, you how you there. got through it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's more than to tell me we can all talk about our good times. Who are you in the bad times? Like how do you get through trials and tribulation? How do you get through the hard times? And that's what we're judged on. Is how we get through those hard times. What we do to bounce back when we make those mistakes or we're down in the dirts. Do we show our true character at those moments? That's what we're truly judged on in life. Yep. It's true, man. It's true. Well, shit, Dom. Before we get out of here. um, Curveball? Not a curveball. I just want to leave you. 
because I'm in control over here. Okay. Um, and I get to be in control over here. One little segment. Hold on. Let me rewind this. One little segment. This is that song Cotton Hustle. And this one always, this, these particular bars always resonated with me because we're quick to talk about how we'll murder somebody in the streets and how we'll do somebody in the streets. But we'll never, we'll never, how many of us will truly rise up to fight for our own protection, our own freedoms, and our own, you know, our own people struggles right so this why this one always came up to me it's funny how on the block niggas that kill you for cash but never raise the gun to cry out freedom at last the cold war is over but the world is still getting colder atlas walking through the projects with the hood on my shoulders i would like to raise my children to grow to be soldiers but then a general would decide when they life would be over so i work hard until my personality split like the black panthers into the bloods and the crypts they said i'd never be shit but now i sit and reminisce like yeshua ben yosef Flipping through Genesis, ignorance is venomous, and it murders the soul, spreading like a virus, running red but out of control. And that's why, and that's why I always think Immortal Techniques is my all-time favorite underground rapper because his message has always been very against what mainstream allows to happen on radio. And you can have the conversation whether or not certain things are allowed to be to be put out or allowed to be recorded, but the message against the message of building up the people is always one that seems to be shunned. Mm-hmm. Whereas the message of like, well, let's go get party, let's go party, get fucked up. Let's go, let's go shoot some shots. Let's go trap in the hood is always the more accepted version of hip hop commercially. People love drama. And it's always the most accepted. And yeah. I get it because like, it's good party music, but at the same time, like, you know, it, it's weird how it, it's ironic, I guess, how certain music is able to get through. And we're always like stuck. Like, how does this not being heard? But at the same time, if the, if the message is aggressive towards the producer of message. the message. Message. And on that note, my brother. We're out. It's been a great freaking episode, dude. Yeah, hey, Yo, we're rocking, man. We're driving today. Coach's Lounge, Volume 2, Hour 24, into this mug. Seems like it's been a lot longer, but... Yo, we appreciate y'all vibing and rocking with us and sticking through with us because I know it's been a little unorthodox of what we normally do, but we had to come through, rock it with Coach Don for his birthday real quick and make sure we uh we have some adult beverages. Yeah, hey, and make sure you go check out DNASportsDenver.com right now. Book a session, check out a podcast, like a picture, go to Get our socials. Up. Whatever you got to do, man, just whatever DNA got going on, you should have going on too. That's right. And then we have to give a special shout out to Icon Sales and Boxing, Anytime Flood Restoration, Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Janice Catering, Lash All Beauty, and again, DNA Sports Denver. That's right. Shout out to to Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Yo, shout out to my boy Zach. He just got a got a brand new podcast that dropped. So we're gonna push that. We're gonna get him back on here and get AJ back on here. Um, maybe get something together for the spring. We'll see. But yo, shout out to you. Shout out to the listener. Always tuning in, showing love, giving us likes, pushing this message, man. We appreciate you. Shout out to Coach Dom. Happy birthday, man. We about to ride up out of here. DNA Sports Podcast. We out. We out.